641 on Wednesday, July 24th, episode 51 of the Swap Fu Podcast. I'm Mr. Swap Fu. And I'm Miss Swap Fu, and thank you for joining us this evening yep. for the Swap Fu Podcast. Swap Fu Podcast rides. So, um, uh, it's been a little bit more than a month since our last podcast, and yes. we just want to catch up with you guys, let us let you know what we've been up to, maybe discuss a topic or so. Yes. Um, again, always related to swinging. And uh, being in the lifestyle. Um, we try to stay on topic. Well, yes. We have been known to, you know, get off on bunny trails. Or, we have, yeah. But, um, anyway, well, how are you? I'm well. How are you doing? Good, good. Feeling. It's a long, hot summer. It is. It's been scalding. Um, but, you know, managing to get through it. Like every summer. Like every summer. Mm-hmm. And, uh, well, that's the way it goes. Uh, so, what have we been up to? Uh, we have been uh, engaged in our sober summer. Our now, an, our na- now annual sober summer. Our second annual sober summer. Yep. Also known as the Swap Food Lent. Uh, what a way to beat the heat. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> if you've ever drank beer in the sun, you know it's not a good idea. Yeah, well. I well, mean, you know a lot of people did last weekend because everybody was at BBB. Yes. There was a lot of beer drinking going on. I'm sure. <laughs> not a lot of restroom attendance or i i'm, I'm sure as well no, I'm, for for people that aren't familiar bbb is an annual event that uh is an annual swinger event held here in texas and it stands for uh bo- boobs boat boobs butts and boats yes and uh it's uh activities that they have weekend long on the lake and partying and whatnot so it's they are swinger, yeah, yeah yeah so it's fun in the sun for three for three days yeah um and they just wrapped that up last weekend it was a big deal yeah it happened to be my birthday weekend so we did not attend we did not we uh, had uh other birthday activities well it's not really our get down either yeah it's really hot <laughs> well yeah yeah so we uh we uh we, we 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 had alternate plans and i think those alternate plans worked out wonderfully they were most awesome yes and I wouldn't have had it any other way. Yes. Uh, so we had our own BBB, but what did you call it? <laughs> oh, we had it, we, our own, it was, it was, uh, oh, damn you. Let's Bra- see. Brownies? Bra- oh, beer, brownies, and bathing suits. That's right. Beer, brownies, <laughs> and bathing suits. Fun, yeah. fun at the foos. A vanilla. It was a, yeah. it was a vanilla birthday party for Miss Foo. Oh, Mr. Foo was so mad because he had, uh, he had bathing suits in the pool and that's in the like hot his, tub. The pool the- <laughs> I've come to, I've, I've come, I've made my peace with the idea that there will be bathing suits in the, in the swimming pool, but in the hot tub, it just, it felt like, I think I, you had been wrong. Yes. I, I think I, I said that I shed a tear. <laughs> like the Indian and the, like, for, and the yeah, for right. <laughs> no, wait, he's the litter. He's the, the litter for guy. littering. Well, yeah, somebody littered. The bear my, is the fire spokesman, but he doesn't cry. <laughs> they littered my. They littered my hot tub with bathing suits. So we had a great time at. We had a great time at the birthday. Yes, and many, many more to come. And now it's almost August. It's almost time to start planning your birthday month. That's right, and we're just. Uh, <laughs> it's going to be. It's going to be fun. I don't know what we're going to do, but it'll be fun. Yeah. Well, it's going to be days and days because your birthday falls around Labor Day. So there'll be vacation time and weekends and long weekends, and it's going to be fun. Yes. 
So, okay, so Sober Summer, that started on... Summer Solstice. Summer Solstice, June 31st, or June 21st. So right. we're a little over a month in, mm. and it'll run to your birthday. Yes. How does uh, how, how is it treating you so far? Oh, I'm I'm aces. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Good. We've... we've um, We've done, you know, everything we normally do. We've hosted parties. We've been to other parties. Yes. We we are uh, we will be hosting a third orgy. O three will yes. be coming up during this time. So so we've uh, had we had swinger parties. We have orgies. We have vanilla parties, and we've been out to bars. <laughs> we've yes. been uh, celebrated friends' birthday celebrated parties. Celebrated friends' birthday and, parties. And, and you know, and I had a friend actually ask me. It was a swinger friend, and he said, "So, Miss Fu, how do you guys handle swinging with yep. the sober summer?" And I thought, well, that's a really good question, you know, because everybody knows, you know, a little cocktail or two kind of loosens things up. Yeah, eases the stress. I mean, they don't they don't cut call it you know social lubricant or whatever for Mm -hmm. no good reason so he asked me that and i thought back to a conversation um that you and i had and it goes back to the idea that you fake it till you make it yes and that's what i told him i was like you fake it till you make it and he said well what does that mean and i said well you know what swinging looks like you know what the moves are you know what you should be doing you have the experience in it so you start there right you start with you know, your your the normal behavior you would have in swinging, mm-hmm. and although you're very conscious about it, once you get you know once you get moving and get into the groove, it all comes very naturally. Right. It's just that initial first few minutes that you find, um, you know, maybe stri- uncomfortable, uncomfortable or, because right, you're awkward. so conscious of everything, and yes. so all of your little you know um, all the little uh, what do I want to call it? The cues or whatever? No. Well, any kind of um, self-consciousness you have mm-hmm. is just like it's right in the forefront of your thought process, right? right? right because right, right. you don't have anything that's kind of dulling that. So it And it's something that you just have to say, well, you know, I'm going to work. You just work through it. Right. And um, it only takes a few minutes, and then once you get into the groove, you're fine. And as swingers, especially swingers with some experience, um, I think that we don't have to rely on alcohol as much to get past the inhibitions that some people have to in order to, you know, have sex with somebody other than their spouse, maybe, or to. But it does. But it does take practice. It does take practice. I, I mean, it's, it's like anything else. You have to get used to it. It's kind of like. Um, you hear a lot about guys, and I know that I was afflicted by this as well, as not being able to get it up when you're in group situations or even when you're with somebody else or for the first few times that you're using a condom because you haven't been using condoms for so long. It gets better with practice. Mm-hmm. And it's all about just getting in there and just doing it over and over again, which mm-hmm. is fun. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and people understand. Yeah. People understand. It's like you're new. Um, you know, you're not going to be um, a pro right out of the back, out of the bat. It's going to take you a few times to develop a sense of confidence and a sense of uh, self-assurance. And, you know, mm-hmm. guys are, we have the unenviable, uh, it, it were the un- unenviable position where we actually have to, you know, have this physical performance thing, you know, mm-hmm. that needs to occur. And, but yeah, it's a lot like this. It's, it's the same, like at, you know, at your vanilla birthday, we were sober and I felt completely at ease. Not only that, but I think that since this is the second summer that we've done it, I think that people are kind of getting used to the idea. Mm-hmm. Because remember the first the first yeah, summer that we did it? Definitely it, last year, um, we we got a lot of questions about yes. it. And people were like... 
We got a lot of Why? shit. We got a lot of shit for it. We didn't get a lot of questions. A lot of eye rolling and, <laughs> you know, and it's like, hey, you you know, it's cool. It's yeah. like other people were actually more disturbed than yes, we were. Than we were by it. So, but um, in yeah, in last year it was definitely harder because everything was a first. You yes. know, the first time we went to a swinger party and got naked. Mm-hmm. You know, and and you know everything that we were doing was heightened. totally totally sober. Yeah, and it was the first time, so everything was just like this new crazy yeah. experience. This this time around this summer, it's like it's not a big whoop. It's no it's big whoop. Like, it's very weird how accustomed you know I've become to it. Uh, I've become to it over this one over that one summer of practice. Yeah. So so it's been good, and we're enjoying it. And the thing that I like about it is that we engage in you know new thinking, yes. and it and it allows us you know to experience new things and new ways, and it's just a great exercise in. Uh, and it's been a lot of fun for us. And no blank tape on the reels on the next morning and just get up and do whatever you're going to do during the day. Get up early. Get up early. Yeah. <laughs> so it's been positive. It's been really positive. And we've been having a lot of fun. Yes. So, um, yeah, uh, we had a great experience downtown. This is not a swinger thing, but right. we did have a great experience downtown for the 4th of July. We did. We went and hung out at the Bonham, not knowing that there were going to be fireworks in downtown San Antonio. Yeah. Well, kind of non-monogamy related, though. However, we, we, we went to a gay bar, right? Yes. And we ran into a, uh, it was a, a, a poly <gasps> gay, right. a gay poly triad. Mm-hmm. There was three guys. Uh, who had just recently moved to San Antonio from, I think, California or San Diego or something like that. And they were just the... Precious. Precious. They were charming and fun and sweet. And they were... We struck up a conversation with them and I just really enjoyed their company on the 4th of July and that was very cool. Yes. And they were super awesome people. And I remember that we were talking and... They were trying to kind of in a roundabout way explain their re- relationship, and you go, "Oh, you're a triad." Yeah. Oh, you're a triad. <laughs> and yeah. the guy's like, "Yes," yeah. because it was like, "Okay, how do you two little suburbanites that are right. like hanging out here in this gay bar know anything about you know this it's our like, sex life?" It's like, it's like "Oh, <laughs> what we could teach you." <laughs> but it was a lot of fun, and the people at the bottom are always just so awesome and yes. so welcoming. So we had a really good time. We got to watch the downtown fireworks, mm-hmm. and we got to meet. A lot of really nice people. That was fun. So anyway, um, that's kind of what the foo's been up to. Yeah, we yeah we had an impromptu party that went off really well, and that's about it. Yes, that was the weekend before my birthday. Yes. Uh, let's see, because you know all things in relation to what my birthday. Yes, <laughs> Miss Miss Swafu her, her, but her. it's over, and I cry on the inside. Yes. <laughs> It was a it was it was a singularity in the time the time time space continuum. It was uh, her her birthday. Oh my gosh! It was the many, best. Many many things revolved around it. And oh, they were fantastic. Oh, thank you. They were fantastic. <laughs> thank you for putting together all the wonderful events. I I love you so much. I love you too. You're awesome. I was overjoyed to be able to. Do I those you know how appreciative I am. I do. So, and I got all my favorite foods. And <laughs> anyway, okay. So on to the topic. But if you close your eyes, does it almost feel like nothing changed at all? And if you close your eyes, does it almost feel like you've been here before? How am I going to be an optimist about this? How am I going to be an optimist about this? We were caught up and lost. The top 
topic we have for topics? today. Yes. Well, we have a topic. Well, we have a topic. We do. And it's something I tweeted about it. I don't know if you yes. did, but apparently Vanity, not apparently Vanity Fair did. Vanity Fair has a new channel they have where they're going to be posting videos. Videos. And the very first video that they put out on this cha- channel is called um, uh, something. What is it? Swingers party. It's uh, mm-hmm. how to behave at a swingers party. How to behave at a swingers party. Of course, it's, it's part of their Vanity Code. Series season one. You know we were all over that. Uh, well, I was. Yes, I was like, this is. I first of all, I can't believe how mainstream this has gone. Vanity Fair is putting this out, and you wonder right. why, like all these twenty somethings are showing up at you know swinger clubs and swinger parties, Asking and questions. it's just yeah. seriously out there. Yes. So of course I had to watch the video, right. and uh, I what I did was jotted down with the 10 points that they had in the video. Yes. And I thought that for our topic, we might go through them and share our experience and what we thought was kind of thumbs up and thumbs down. That's First a, of all, the video is extremely entertaining. It was a lot of fun to watch. It was, a, it was illustrated. So, uh, it was, uh, and it was very fast paced. Right. I like that. How long was it? Would you say like three or four minutes? It wasn't very long. It wasn't, it was, it wasn't very long at all now. So I'm going to run through the 10, 10 points that I picked up out of the video. Well, I, I just noticed another video that they have there is how to, how to drink around sober friends. Which, oh, shoot. No which way. Is, it's like, well, ours should be how to, how to be sober around <laughs> drinking friends. But anyway, so it's funny. I did watch yeah. that other video. It was pretty funny. Yeah. How to at, the, at the vanilla party, one of our friends actually did fall over backwards in a chair kind of towards the end of the evening. Yes. And I was like, nah, that could so be me. Right? <laughs> that could have been me in that chair. <laughs> but anyway okay alas so. okay so the 10 things that i picked up is they say uh, one dress comfortably and in your own style two uh when you arrive at the party id the, the pros versus the newbies uh number three ensure that you've located all the exits <laughs> number four don't eat the food uh number five do have a drink Number six, uh, ID a nervous couple that is semi-attractive <laughs> and approach slowly. Number seven, um, hence to, they gave some hints to strike up a conversation, which I thought were pretty good. Number eight, read the body language and let the ladies lead. Number nine, uh, <laughs> well, if number eight doesn't work, find a less attractive couple, they say. That's number nine. And number 10, if you, re- if you remove your mask, because this is supposed to be an eyes wide shut party, if you remove your mask once you've you know hooked up with a couple and you recognize the uh, other person, then at that point you have to decide how to proceed. So that's all they talk about about the party. I think they did it mostly for humor. However, well, I saw a critique on it and the, and the person that critiqued it said, I don't think that whoever did this video actually ever has been to a swinger right, party, but, right. <laughs> but maybe they did. And these are the most impar- important maybe, you know, maybe, points that they learned. Maybe they watched the movie Swingers. Well, they obviously watched the movie Wise Eyes Wide Shut. <laughs> right. or, at least the, or at least the part with the party in it. Right? So yes. watch the well, video. We'll include a link to the video in the uh, show notes, by the way. Okay, this is weird. But when I, then tell me how, what you think. But when I watched Eyes Wide Shut, I had no idea that it was swinger related. I, I don't think it was swinger related. So was it cult or was, I mean, when you look back on it now, it's kind of like, okay, he went to a party. There were a lot of people there and, and no, there he, were, there was a bunch of rich dudes and prostitutes. Do you, do you think they were prostitutes? Oh yeah. Yeah. They say, they, they say it in the, in the movie. There's a bunch of rich dudes and all, all the, all the, all the women were hired help. 
Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I was gonna say that's. It's always a poor there pianist. Were, there thing. was there, you know, where there were. Well, I'm not gonna say it, but there were a lot of yeah. That's not what a normal swinger party looks like. All the women aren't that hot. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, yeah, I mean. <laughs> I mean, there are people that look like people. Correct. Yeah, they look like the kind of look like the kind of women look like the kind of people you run into in the grocery store. Yes, so, and sometimes you do run into them. In the sometimes you do store. run into the grocery store. <laughs> it uh, can be awkward, but I think you get used to it after a while. <laughs> yes. Um, so, Eyes Wide Shut, one of my favorite movies, but that's not what we're talking about. Okay, different different podcast. <laughs> yes, that's on our movie review podcast yes. that we do. No, we don't do that. <laughs> uh, anyway, no. You could you could totally do that. Podcast. I wouldn't want to. I know you're so snarky. <laughs> yeah, I was like, that movie blew. Anyway. Um, okay, so we were going to just go through the 10 points we picked out yes. and just add anything that we would like to share based on our own experience. But for one, just Google the uh, Vanity Fair Swinger video and you can watch it yourself. Or it's go to the show notes where yes. I'll have a link. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. Thank you. You're awesome. <laughs> so we thought it was interesting that the very first thing they said was, uh, number one, dress comfortably, you know, and, and, and dress classy and pick a mask that, you know, suits you well and right. you know, don't overdress, but don't overdress. look nice. Yeah. And the first thing that we thought was, well, we have a whole scenario that we go through just pre-party planning. Right. And that was something that we alluded to in the last in episode 50, where we were going to take you through, kind of take you through one of our planning sessions, kind of. Uh, I don't know if it's going to be example based or just basically we'll just talk about the things we usually cover in one of our planning sessions. Sure. So um, usually uh, at some point during the day, the evening of the party, or maybe when we're in the bathroom getting ready or whatever, we'll start, we'll strike up the conversation. One of us will, you know, what's the plan? Yeah. What's the plan? That's how it starts. (laughs) And there's always a plan. We always, well, I mean, I'd say 90% of the time we say, what's the plan? Mm -hmm. And this is for... House parties we host, house parties we attend, going to, going the, to club, the club, going on dates for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, generally, yeah. I mean, that's we always have a plan. Yes, and and, and so what? What's in our plan? Why do we have a plan? Um, to the, pr- to prevent miscommunication down the line. Mis- yes, because it's it's easier to communicate what expectations are before they happen rather than to try to talk mistakes, try to talk about mistakes after they've happened. Correct. I think it's yes. It's to deal with uncertainty. So you mm-hmm. have a, you have a plan. The idea is like if, if everything is like sunshine and roses all the way down, you know, happy path, happy path, happy path, nothing's going to go wrong. You don't need a plan because it's going to rock. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, if you do have a plan, if things start to go shitty, you'll have, you'll have something that you can fall back on mm-hmm. to, you know, that you and your, you and your partner previously agreed upon that'll mm-hmm. get you out of sticky situations mm-hmm. sometimes. Um, Absolutely. And we can talk about a couple of those, but and what, not only that, but it also says, okay, well, what it, we, we were able to say, what is the objective? Because if you go into the, if you go into the event or whatever it is with different ideas of what you're going to get out of it, mm-hmm. then that's going to be a problem. Mm-hmm. So, but ahead. we usually cover like, what, what are some examples of things we normally cover? Would you say? Well, um, well, the first, well, the objective, you know, is mm-hmm. one of them. It's like, are we planning on playing? Are we planning mm-hmm. on not playing? Uh, are we planning on just meeting people? Mm-hmm. Uh, are we planning on playing with a particular couple? Which mm-hmm. sounds kind of, you know, well, might sound a little deliberate or whatever, but, it, you know, it's the truth. And I'll, I'll ask you, a lot of times I'll say, oh, is there going to be a couple there that you want to make sure that we, you know, spend some time with? Right. Or, or I, you want to try to hook up with or, you know. 
is there anybody there that you want to make sure we, you know, get, to, speak get to. to talk to yeah. and get to know a little bit better? Or um, we'll usually have an objective as far as how many new uh, phone numbers. <laughs> or how many people we're going to meet. Yeah, it's yes. very true. I yeah. mean, it's uh, it sounds kind of dumbbell or even kind of weird to talk about, but we contend that it, that you should be able to have those conversations with your partner before you go out uh, for, for no other reason. It might, if for whatever reason it sparks a conversation that tells you that maybe you shouldn't go out, then it's better to make that decision then than, you know, halfway through your evening out at the club decide it's like, oh, fuck, this is mm-hmm. not at all what I was expecting to happen tonight. We need to get the hell out of here or you're fucking up or whatever it is. Yeah. You, yeah. So you kind of have a plan going in. Yes. Um, we also we also discuss whether it's just going to be if we're, if we're planning on going there to party mm-hmm. or to socialize. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, usually swinger events tend to be more social than parties, mm-hmm. but sometimes some some of them can be a little more. I don't know what's the word. Like for. if we would party have attended atmosphere. like a BBB event, right. that probably would have been a more party more party, party atmosphere. Yes, yeah. because you know everybody's going to be partying really hard. Yep. So it's not like you know it's like well that's what you're joining in that that type of fun right you, you know? don't have to worry about you know it's, you know what you don't want to show up and all of a sudden spill kamikazes on your tuxedo <laughs> right so <laughs> so yeah it just yeah. depends on what you think the evenings you know the, or the day is gonna hold in gonna, store mm-hmm, yeah yeah but you can make a plan and of course we normally have check-in times in whatever event that we're going to do so in the event you get there and you're like wow this is a whole different you know scenario than we, we yes then you can always uh, shift and adjust well let me let me get time. to that in a second okay. so um since miss wafu and i are a full swap completely open couple we don't really need to review our rules before we go um, to any of these events because we already know what kind yeah. of is on and off the table. Yeah. If we say play, then it's you know full swap, completely open is kind of implied. Yeah. However, many couples out there are at you know a different different areas of the spectrum of play. Mm-hmm. So we advise, well, I certainly advise that before anybody goes out, you should discuss what your rules are with your partner before you go out. So to make sure that nothing has changed, you know that way. Well, you always communicate. And even we still communicate in certain areas. If I'm out of commission, say if I'm on my period and yes. I know that I'm going, but I'm not, go- I'm not going out to full swap. Right. And I'll, I'll say it's fine with me. If you want to hook up with somebody, I'll, yep. you know, I'll be hanging out in this area or whatever. So right. just kind of that reassurance. Cause I don't want you to be there wondering, well, would this be okay with, yes. you know, Miss Foo or, you know, not questioning at the spur of the moment mm-hmm. when you have that opportunity. Sorry. So we both know going in what the expectations are. Right. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And, you know, for, and like I said, for other couples that that might be doubly important. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yes, definitely. Cause we're, yeah, I, I mean, I, I agree. So, uh, briefly talking about the, the, the pre-plan, we also will talk about departure times. Yes, yeah, so talk about departure times. Like, well, we're planning on leaving by 1, or mm-hmm. we're going to leave a closed time, closing time. Mm-hmm. One of the clubs that we go to doesn't close. So, mm-hmm. you know, you really need to have it, be mindful what depart, departure time uh, you, you have in mind. Yeah. Because that gives me an opportunity to, I'll know when to stop drinking so that I'll be sober enough to drive. Mm-hmm. Um, also, if if there's play on the on the agenda, we need to, we need to know when to get that done yeah you know yeah and so establishing a departure time is important and also um it prevents that 
you know, that last minute, like if you're having a really good time and then one of the, one of the people in the couple is like, Hey, it's time to go. Yeah. What? It's early. I'm having a good time. Right. You know what I mean? It prevents that conversation, that conversation so that things don't get awkward or weird or in front of people. Yeah, yeah, especially especially in front of other people, like, you want to keep go. it polite. Yeah, it's like, I don't want to go. So you've, you've already discussed it's, that. Yeah, So and you, you and I are extremely good about that. When one of us says, hey, it's time to go, Yeah, it's like, we're like, yep. <laughs> you know, it's like a system. Boom, 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 boom. We got our things together. Yeah, and it's the like, hell out. I'm not saying that we haven't left things behind. A yes. lot of things. Yes. <laughs> yes. All kinds of clothing and Absolutely. coolers and whatever, but... It was time to go. But when it's time to go, it's time to go. And and we're we're actually very good about that. We are. Which I think we had to adapt that into our li- our lifestyle um, events because it's not something that we had when we used to do vanilla events. No. We would party till the sun came up every time we went out and partied, right. and that was just a standard. But in swinging, it's like you don't you don't do that. Yeah, it's not don't. it's not polite. You don't need to. You, and you don't need to. You yeah. go and you know you socialize. You get your swing on. You have your cocktails, yep. and you go home in a reasonable hour. Right, right. You know, I mean, you don't want to. Yeah. Anyway, so that's that's definitely that. But then again, going back to the check in. Yes. Another thing that we always say is we always schedule a check-in. Yes. And our check-in is a meeting, usually two hours after we arrive. Yes. In which Ms. Safu and I, regardless of what we're doing, will take a step aside and sit down and have a chat about how the evening is going. Yes. So how how are, how are things going per plan? Per plan. Yes. Do we or, need to take a look at the plan? Sometimes we will even change you know change the plan. We we hardly ever do. We hardly do, but yeah. and, and I know it probably sounds weird to a lot of people, but yeah. it's like we'll just step aside and go. Oh well, hey, we met this one new couple. Yes. You know, they seem interesting. Um, I think they want to play. Right. You want to like try to hook something up and get get back to the playroom. Right. So that would be a change in plan, right? Because when we were going to the event, yes. we didn't know the couple and we didn't. They weren't included right but now it's like a check-in it's like hey maybe something can happen here so if one of us happens to disappear at least it won't blindside the other one it's like oh where the hell did you know he or she go yeah um, not only that but if things are sucking or not sucking but we're just not really feeling it which that happens that sometimes. happens too we just say okay you know what's time maybe to the dj sucks maybe the DJ sucks. <laughs> so then yes in, in in those instances we'll decide to leave a little early but i guess what we're trying to say and then later on the other thing is so the the other thing is also if things are going really well it's during that check in time that we'll usually talk about an after party. Yeah. If we decide there's going to be an but after in, party. But there never is. There hasn't been one in a very long time. <laughs> yeah. But um so all of this happens before we decide what we, what we will be wearing to be comfortable. <laughs> so yeah, that that little that little sidebar was all about uh was our little planning session. Was, so I hope- was there anything else in in there that you saw no we usually talk about whatever how, whether or not the plan worked you know later on but that's about it yeah and we talk about that the next day we're like we'll be like oh i'm so glad we said blah yeah. blah, blah blah we agreed on blah 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 that worked out great yeah yeah and usually it's about uh departure time yes glad you know we, I mean? we did yeah. yeah it that's usually like one of the things that we're like oh i'm glad we stuck to the plan hmm. um anyway. so Oh, go ahead. Uh, just a question out there for the listeners is like, do you guys, you know, do any other listeners out there make plans before you go out? If so, if you care to share them with us, you know, feel free to email them to us or whatever, or add mm-hmm. them to comment as comments to the, to the blog. Yes. If there's anything that you discuss, you know, regularly prior to parties or events that yep. is helpful to you, especially add them to the blog and, and, um, 
we can get them, we can tweet them or something like that. So people can see others ideas Yeah, would be nice. So the second, the second point that they had on the video was to identify the pros versus the newbies. And we had a, we had a, we had an issue with that. Yeah. You initially like, you were like, Oh, that's kind of a good idea. And when you think about it, when you think about it, I'm like, no, because, uh, well you can't, you can, you can try to do that, but you're not going to be able to tell. Yeah. You're going to get, you're going to get be wrong 50% of the time. Cause you got I mean, cause the idea is that this video is for people who haven't been to swinger parties before. Right. So you're going to show up. You're not going to know who the new people you're are. You're not going to know. I don't think so. And they're like, oh, find a semi-attractive, nervous couple. And, and it's right. like, no. Right. <laughs> don't go find the semi-attractive, nervous couple. Go find the confident, outgoing couple. Because particularly if, they're, um, if they are uh, long-term, long-time swingers, yep. they're going to be so much more helpful to you. Yes. And inviting and, and make you so much more comfortable. And they'll and, know people that they can introduce you yes. to. Yes. So. If you go there, don't go find the nervous newbies. Yeah. <laughs> if you're the nervous newbie, we've partied with the nervous newbies before. <laughs> they're uh, so anyway. I mean, they're, they're fine. They're but, awesome. They're awesome. But you don't need a whole group of yeah. those guys hanging out right. together. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, go find the go. You know, go find the outgoing people, the people that have been been around for a while, and they will. You know. They will ensure that you. They will try to ensure that you are as comfortable as you can be, and that you have a good time. And because you know, so you'll come back. And not only that, but when you first show up, make sure you find the host and thank them for thank them for inviting you. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> make sure you get introduced to the host because you never know who's answering the door. And a lot of times, it's not the host right. or hostess. Right. And in even most clubs, have a host couple. So yeah. ask to see the host couple, or yep. you know, introduce yourself to the bartender because bartenders at the clubs are are regular bartenders. So um, yeah, make sure you you um, thank your thank your hosts and get introduced to them mm-hmm. first. But uh. Yeah, don't 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 hang out with the nervous newbies. And if you see nervous newbies, go grab them and y'all go and find somebody to, that. Well, will. I think they call them the nervous, the nervous semi-attractive couple is what they were saying. Well, they, yeah, they may not be they're, newbies, they're but, like, oh, don't don't hit on the most attractive couple there right. because you know it. Nobody likes failure. <laughs> like, well, like, like, no, nobody likes failure, but nothing ventured, right? <laughs> Well, the thing is, you know, it's like, who's to say who's the most attractive couple there? True. I don't know. I say, I say, hang out with if people there, that make us. you feel most if, comfortable. If we're there, it's us. And just feel free to walk up and <laughs> right. say hi. and Look for the foos. And we'll reject you. Just <laughs> You know, we will try to ensure that you have the best time possible. <laughs> and I, I think that, yeah. Oh, come on. Yes. I don't, you know, and I don't know why they say that in the video. Like, oh, the the pros are like, what are they going to do to you? Are they going to like eat you alive? Right. Or are yeah. they going to like peel their ear skin off with their teeth? And Oh, like, oh my God, they might try to have sex with you. <laughs> Why'd you go to the swimmer club? I have yeah. no idea yeah. what, you know, and, and, uh, and, um, long-term swingers are, I don't think that they're like that because uh-huh. I think that, um, I don't know. I think they're more welcoming. Than, I, uh, like, yes. Trying to fuck everybody that walks in the door. I, I would agree wholeheartedly. So anyway, because yeah, nobody wants to scare off the newbies. Um, let's see. Find the exits. I guess that's fine in case there's a fire. But I think they were trying yeah. to make a humorous point there okay. too. But it's like anyway. Don't eat the food. <laughs> you know, I have to admit that was a problem for me yes. at first, but I'm over it. 
eating the food at the at the yeah I yeah mean, i think well because we went when we went to the trapeze that time and yes. they had that full buffet out there right. and i was just like oh my god why is there so much food where people are having sex right i don't know it just freaked me out but i think i'm desensitized to it now well i still want to eat at a strip club but maybe i don't know yeah maybe i will now well, it, like at our parties, we have a whole room dedicated to food, right? right? We have a dining room that's like separate from everything. That's, yes. That's where you have the food. But and I mean, generally, that's how it is. Like the kitchen area has all the food. I don't know parties. if anybody getting sick after going coming to one of our parties. No. You know? And no. I, I don't get it. Well, I mean, we. we I, I think that like like you did and as I did or I do is that, you know, people have an irrational food they don't want to associate well, you don't Sex. even eat pot. You don't even eat like potluck. I don't at eat work. potluck at work. <laughs> so it has nothing. It, you just have a thing about yeah, cleanliness. Uh, but a bunch of people handling food. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, so that's that's whatever. Yeah, don't eat the food, but have a drink. It, yeah. But they don't say don't have too many drinks. They don't. They don't say that. But, yeah. But be careful not to have too many drinks. Yeah. <laughs> Um, let's see. Oh, they had some hints to strike up a conversation mm-hmm. in the video, which I thought were very good. They're yes. like, t- talk about the local sports team or the weather. Yeah. Something that, you know, everybody can be comfortable with. You don't have to yes. dive right in. You can make small talk like you would at any, it's just you know, basically, function. it's just basically, you just want to make sure the people you're talking to aren't maniacs. <laughs> I mean, can they talk about the local sports team without, you know, at least, you know, or the, or the, or the weather without coming across as just yes. completely weird which we've had happen i'm thinking about this one case in particular we went to that one house party and that one woman we were talking to oh gosh i don't want to give too much away but man she was nuts oh she oh was yeah nuts. yeah we and were talking to the husband and he was like real cool and then the wife came over you're like oh bitch crazy <laughs> and then we started kind of like yep. sidestepping out no we're like did a little crab walk but you know they're like i mean i say that that's endemic to the swingers it just isn't it's just that there's fucking crazy everywhere and you just got to know how to dodge it i suppose and what's that what's that saying you have don't put your dick in crazy don't put your dick in crazy it's not mine it's not mine i think that i don't know if uh, you used to say that back when we were dating yeah i want to dance that's that why was, that's why i would always act so sane that's right i was lulled into a false sense of security <laughs> you are far from crazy sweetheart well why do you call me crazy all the time you're, she that's what you say you say she crazy cra- crazy cool <laughs> Anyway, okay, so small talk. But what they don't say in the video is that you need to practice your transition from yes. small talk to lifestyle. Yes. Because you got to get, because you'll get stuck in small talk forever, especially get, if you're talking to newbies. You got to get your fiction on. Yes. Yes. You will be stuck in, it's like it's like a dude being stuck in friend mode. Well, yeah, it's worse. But yeah, not, not, not worse, but it's not quite like that. But yeah. yes, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, when you're ready, you've got to be able to make the transition. So you need uh, you some... You need to tra- escalate. Yes. Yes. And so you need to have two or three lines or questions or something that's going to that's gonna make that easy transition from small talk to lifestyle speak. Well, there's always the, how long have you been in the lifestyle yes. question. And that was the first one I came up with. Yes. And that, and I, that is my go-to so many times. Yeah. How long yes. have you been in the lifestyle? Yes. How long have you been in the lifestyle? And uh, and 
People love to talk about that. Yes. How did you get into the lifestyle? What are um, you into? Yes. What What are you guys' play? You know, uh, you know, are you soft swap? That kind of thing. Yep. So you got to get into that part of the conversation. But then, but then you have to escalate physically. At some point, you're going to have to like show a physical interest in the person that you're talking to. Yes. And then they talk about that. And then their next point, they say, read body language. Read body language. Yeah. Yes. So... Uh, Which but, people are but, terrible at, by the way. <laughs> well, and nervous people won't express any true body language. Oh, they're just herky-jerky, they're gonna yeah. Be, yeah, they're going to be stiff and, you know. So. Yeah, stiff or just like flailing. You know what I mean? <laughs> no. Yes. Fla- like flailing, like laying on the floor, just flailing about. No, like, you know, like my sister, right? Oh, like, it's like yeah, she can't no. talk without like, you know, she looks like she's like shaking fruit from Knocking trees. Knocking out 10 people around her. Right. So... <laughs> I think that's out of nerves, but could be. Well, one thing. So that you, I, so you have to go from small talk yes. to lifestyle speak to body language to to touching to touching. Yeah, and I've always I've talked about escalating physically. Absolutely. And there was something I wanted to mention really just okay, really quick. There, definitely. That, okay, so a lot of the stuff that I have discussed regarding escalating physically is are things that I um have since heard in the pickup artist community, mm-hmm. which is, you know, this, these people who've kind of taken a beating, beating for Sounds kind of, like a Vince Vaughn movie. It's, 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 Oh, there was a movie. The pickup, the pickup artist. artist with, yeah. That was, um, that was, uh, should have been Vince Vaughn. <laughs> whoever it was. It was, uh, not, what's his name? It was the guy who played Ducky. Wasn't it the guy who played Ducky? Anyway, oh, right. oh, the guy from like, uh, 16 Candles? No, the guy from Two and a Half Men. Two and he a Half was Men. All, he, the guy from Two and a Half oh, Men. Oh, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. The dorky one. Cryer, John Cryer. Yes. Yeah. Um, anyway, so, um, anyway, the, the pickup artist community is, are these dudes who've kind of put together these kind of rules and these, uh, protocols or methods to pick up women. Mm-hmm. All right. And they've always talked about escalating physically. And mm-hmm. that is, and w- basically what it is, is that at some point you have to demonstrate a physical interest in the woman that you're talking to. Otherwise they'll never know that you're interested in them physically. They'll think that you just want to be their friend. Mm-hmm. And so the way that you do that is in a non-creepy, non-threatening fashion, you touch them, mm-hmm. you're right? You know, when you say touch them, all of a sudden people imagine like, you know, my hands going out and grabbing somebody's boobs, but that's mm-hmm. not what I mean. It's just like, you know, lightly graze the shoulder or touch their thigh or, you know, you, have, you actually have to reach out, cross the barrier and touch them. You would, you know, it's just going to have to happen. Mm-hmm. Even, even, and, you know, maybe put your, your hand in the small of their back and then you have to retreat mm-hmm. and then you have to allow them to reciprocate, mm-hmm. you know? So when you do that, they'll usually come back and try to touch you back. And mm-hmm. after that. To show a mutual interest. A mutual interest. After mm-hmm. that, it's it's on. It's mm-hmm. just human nature. That mm-hmm. once you, it's pretty much just human nature that once you touch somebody, mm-hmm. again, without being aggressive or assaultive about it. Right. Um, you you know, can't grab on and not let go. Right, right. <laughs> you just kind of, you just, you know, it's just as, it's, it, it's just as light as just touching somebody lightly on the forearm. Mm-hmm. If they reciprocate, that means that there's kind of a mutual interest. And things go from there very quickly, I've always found. It's so interesting that you say that because you've asked me about certain guys and yes. you're like hey what's up with you and so and so you know how come you you guys haven't hooked up and right. I, and I will say that guy has not shown the slightest interest in me right. which means we've talked yes. but that's as far as it's ever gone right. so I just get the feeling that they're not interested in me that way and so I just let it go yes because it's you know fine there's other guys there's other guys 
but yeah, and I think I think the thing is if it's a touching thing, yeah. I I feel I know for sure a guy is interested in me if he has like put his arm around me and pulled me close to him right. when he's talking to me. Not even like chest to chest, but yes. say we're talking in a group yeah. and he might put his arm around me and bring me to his side or yes. something like that. It's like that denotes an interest without being overt. Or yeah, or just or being creepy, right? I mean, right. That's, and that's the thing. Nobody wants to be creepy. So guys have been to a certain extent conditioned to not be threatening, right? Right. And but the thing is that you just can't substitute human human touch right. to demonstrate what it is that your what your intentions are. And, and you're I, all you're all swingers, so at least purportedly you're, you're yes. there or ostensibly you're there too have some kind of you know physical contact with another couple, right? So don't be so shy about it. Just right. kind of do it. And I find if a if a if a guy can get me in close proximity to him, it's you know then you have that opportunity to share a kiss yes. or you know again escalate from right. there. So I really like your input on that. It works. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't. I mean, I wouldn't keep on going back to it. And I've I've said I've talked about it. You know, in blog postings and also in in on the podcast several times. It just it just simply works. And mm-hmm. the idea is that well, what do what do you do? Again, going back to what you were, we were talking about before, is like, what do you do when you just can't bring yourself to do it? Mm-hmm. It's like, you just do it anyway. Yeah. Just fake it. You yeah. literally yeah. just go out there and you're like, it's almost like, it's like, uh, it's almost like you have a detached zombie hand that's mm-hmm. extending from your body, <laughs> you know, going after you just brains. Make it do it. You just make it doing it. You just going and just like, you just, you just have to go out there and just touch. Yes. Well, you know, we went through the same thing when we had the first orgy. Yes. We're like, Okay, this is going to be, we know, this is going to be awkward. Yeah. It's going to be weird. People are going to be uncomfortable. Yes. But it's going to happen. Yeah. So it's going down. So what we need to know yeah. is, you know, at, the, at this time, everyone will be nude. Yes. And we will be together. Yes. And then what happens from there, it's going to just it's just going to have to happen. You're going to have to reach out and yeah. touch someone yes. like AT&T. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Be that, like AT&T. And it's the same thing. It's like, it might be awkward. Right. It might be weird. It might feel it's uncomfortable. It's got to be. But, yeah. you know, you've, you've got to get to that next level. Yes. You can't just be f- frozen in insecurity. Paralysis. Yeah. Yes. So, so okay. So the, the thing is, and the, the reason that I brought up this whole escalation thing is that the pickup artist community gets the shit kicked out of them by feminists all the damn time. Nonstop. They call them rapey. Well, I'm not here for their amusement. <laughs> right. They call them rapey or weird or, or just like trying to, they're trying to, that they're trying to con women or whatever into, uh, con women into having sex with these guys who ordinarily wouldn't be able to do so. Wow. It's like, you know what? I don't give a shit about that. I know where I stand. I know that, you know, I, we're, we're, well, I give a shit about it. It's just that I, I think most women in a lifestyle cannot be so easily conned or, right. <laughs> you know, yes. it's like, you pretty much have an idea of, you know what you want, right? You're not going to let, I mean, people are not, you're not there for people to get over on you. Exactly. You're not there for people to get over on you. Not only that, but your spouse is there. Yes. Right. So your spouse is there. So it all same, the same goes for, you know, for, for men, you know, mm-hmm. if you don't like the advances or whatever, you're not interested in this in the woman who's coming to you physically. I mean, you just turn to your spouse and say, "Hey, let's remove ourselves from this situation. This isn't really working for us." Mm-hmm. Simple as that. Um. So anyway. Well, so where do you where did you find information on the pickup artist thing? Like, if somebody wanted to go check it. Well, out. there I will post in the show notes. Yeah. The criticism about the pickup artist community, okay. and I'll also, um, I guess 
put a, a link to what pickup artists are generally or whatever uh, in you know so, so people can read up on them again i do mean you, do it, you it, feel like some of it is heavy-handed or do you kind of there is um is it humor is it you know can, can, it's, it's, is, they take themselves very seriously oh okay they take themselves very seriously and there's uh that's kind of a turnoff mm-hmm. but the thing is that they are usually dealing with guys who are desperate Mm-hmm. All right. And in and they're usually dealing with a lot of guys who are desperate and the, the things that they that they teach and you'll the things that they teach don't only help these guys find mates, women, girlfriend or whatever you want to call it, but also helps them in their lives because it basically it's just a it's just me- a mechanism to turn you into somebody who's more assertive and more confident with yourself. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's anything wrong with that necessarily. Mm-hmm. Um the reason that I First, kind of, I don't know if people are even wondering about that, but the reason that I first kind of became acquainted with this was because I was talking to somebody at one point, this is, you know, 13 years ago or 14 years ago, about just my general approach to how it is that I met women. Mm-hmm. And they said, Oh, so you must be one of these pickup artist people. And I'm like, I had literally never heard of it before, ever. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no, I have no idea what you're talking about. So it's like, no, you need to read about read about this and this, you know, this one. So I started. I read some of the literature, and it matched very closely to the things that I that I was. That's kind of very doing. interesting. Yes. So it's a lot of you know things that you derived from just logic Common and sense. experience and that whole idea of escalating physically. Mm-hmm. It's just something. It's like you know, it's like you need to not get in the friend zone because I'd been locked in the friend zone so many times. It was like endless. Yeah. And I noticed that the thing that separated the relationships that I had in which I was in the friend zone versus the ones that proceeded sexually was because I decided to just touch them. Yes. Touch them. Not, you know, anything beyond just touching them, you know, demonstrating a physical interest in somebody. So anyway, it worked with you. Yes. <laughs> you touched me. Yeah. So. All right. <laughs> I just feel like, I'm, I just feel like, I, <laughs> I just feel like I've just like buried my soul here. So I don't know if the, well, I think it's, I think it's awesome. That. I don't think so. I, yeah. I think it's awesome because what you're explaining are things that I respond to. Yes. So I'm on the other side of that going, yeah, that's really cool because, yes. you know, I see, I see guys that stick themselves into the friend zone, right. but I don't feel like it's my job to go and pull them out of whatever their comfort level is. Yes. And so we'll just stay at that same place right. forever well, because I'm not going to reach across that barrier and just, you know, plant a big fat wet kiss on them yes with the fear that you know they might pull back and be like uh yeah yeah, yeah. you know because not only am i i'm i'm not only dealing with the fear that hey maybe they don't like me that way yes but hey maybe they them and their wife have an agreement and i'm not included included you know what i mean it's like i don't know what their motivations are and so i i don't assume mm-hmm. i'm not assuming that you know every guy is attracted to me and right. that it's okay for every guy to be with me yes so i don't reach across barriers so much i wait for those you know hints yes that we're cool to right. go to another uh, the next stage the next level and it's, yeah. i mean it's it's traditionally something that the guy is supposed to do and i'm fine with that you know with that role the one the one the one thing that the pickup artist community in general gets busted on quite a bit and i agree with it wholeheartedly and i because i think that it's kind of shitty mm-hmm. is that they have this concept of call of called this concept called negging mm-hmm. which is um oh i've heard, heard of, of negging that. yes is when you go when that you, is really crappy it's really crappy yeah. and you basically try to 
what their idea is that you're trying to lower a woman's sense of worth, so, self worth, so that they they think that you're awesome, right? So that in other words, that that they and by seeking your approval, they're yeah. going to restore their self worth. So you put them in a position where they're always seeking your yeah. approval. That's and I think that's, that's weird. Bullshit. I think yeah. that um, I don't think that uh, that applies to the lifestyle oh, because no. I don't think couples are going to allow another person to come in and try to demoralize Demor- a person yes. in nice. the couple. Why would you want to bring that kind of negativity yeah. to like a so social I th- I don't event. think that that's applicable. But yeah. but I can see why people would say, you know what, this this uh, pickup artist thing is not cool. It's shitty. Yeah, because it's a so, shitty thing to do so somebody. So you can yeah. read it and take what, you know, for what it's worth. Right. Some ideas out of it, I guess. Absolutely. And oh, anyway, I've seen friends of mine do it, and it's just kind of gross. Anyway, um, so that was that little rant. <laughs> no, that was awesome. Okay. Um, so we're almost through the list. The last one is if you remove your mask and you recognize the other person, you can decide on how you're going to proceed. Yeah. Which that happened to me for the very first time in the lifestyle right. a couple of parties ago. Yes. Where I was walking to the to the bar and I turn around and there's a person from my former former job standing behind the bar. Right. And it really kind of made me dizzy for a minute <laughs> because I was like, okay, you know, it's like the when the worlds collide. Right, right, right. <laughs> I was really taken aback at first because you, you know, you're never ready for it when it happens. Yes. Um, so this is, and uh, uh, you know, at first it was just kind of like we we. Uh, what do you acknowledged each other? You shat your pants. <laughs> I almost fainted. I yeah. got so dizzy. I was like, "Whoa, where am I?" <laughs> yeah. We acknowledged each other, and then we kind of, you know, walked away from each other. And then later in the evening, we we started talking some more. And then I think we realized, okay, this is going to be okay. Right. This is cool. Uh, we didn't talk about work Good. or people from work or anything like that, and and uh, it it progressed. And so we've actually become friends in the lifestyle now. Versus people we used to know right. at a job together. It helped because I'm no longer at the job, so it's not you know I, I, we have to see each other in the hallway or whatever. Right. But it was awkward. I, it was awkward, and um, you know you wonder like how long is it going to be before that happens? Yeah. And I guess it's eventually going to happen. And catches it, up it, with all of us. It happened. It happened to me, and you know what? It, I didn't die. Yes. Because that's what you first think yeah. when you get in a lifestyle. You're oh like, my God, I'm oh my god, if die. I run into somebody that I know, I'm just going to freak out and die. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what? You're not. <laughs> you might freak out, but you'll live through it. Yes. So anyway, like they do say in the video, they say that um, you know you're, that's why, you're that's both why you, there. The, you're both there for the same reason. So right. what are you gonna do? Or what they say is that you, like you remember you, you remember to spot the exits, right? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, they say in the video the advice is let them take their mask off first, first yeah. so that you you know if you know you you can determine if you know them or run, not. Bitch, run, bitch, Yep. So <laughs> so, um, so that was a good video. It was entertaining at least, and you know. Yes. Um, and and again, it's like it's amazing, like how mainstream this is all going. And so be be wary of the uh, information that you find on the internet regarding right. swinging. <laughs> oh, and there was another video out there, and I'll link to it as well. There was a YouTube video, I think, is uh, stuff you hear at swinger parties or stuff shit swingers say or something like that. Have you seen oh, that really? one? No. Okay, well, okay, I'll, I'll I'll post a link to that one too. It's. That it's actually awesome. very accurate and kind of funny. So that's pretty awesome. Is 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 it kind of akin to you know you're a swinger if yes 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 okay. yes um, and it's they have like eight 
or I think eight or 10 actors or whatever, uh, reenacting like just a series of little vignettes of like situations that really could only happen among swingers and conversations that would only happen among swingers. And mm-hmm. they're pretty fucking funny. Um, all right. But we'll all recognize them. <laughs> yes, we will all recognize them. Oh, another thing on just very briefly. Okay. <laughs> um, on, on escalating physically. Yes. <laughs> um, there was a, there was a question that we received via email regarding um, icebreakers and okay. a suggestion for icebreakers at parties. Okay. And we've never, we've had a lot of parties, but we've never had any icebreakers. No, we haven't. We have uh, we have drink the alcohol is a common icebreaker. Yeah. The other one is um, get naked and get in the hot tub yeah. <laughs> right? or the pool or whatever. But we ever, I, mean, I don't know. Do you think icebreakers would work in our situation? Um, you know, when we first got in the lifestyle, someone sent us a bunch of icebreaker games yeah. and we laughed and threw them in the... <laughs> uh, we returned them or something like that. Or Oh, no, we stored them. Yeah. We stored them. Yeah. Uh, we're like, eh, no, yeah. I would just feel, you know, I'm, you know... I, but I understand they're fun for some people. I yes. just am over the spin the bottle thing. Well, the JB and Cal from Swinging Around, the podcast out of Michigan, yes. um, had a, an excellent podcast on icebreakers. And That's I, awesome. I would recommend that the person who wrote us that email go out and listen to it. Uh, recommend it very highly. Their podcasts are always universally outstanding. And the one on icebreakers I thought was particularly incisive. So Really? Oh, yeah. There was one time we went to the club and they had an icebreaker for one of their parties right. that I loved. And it was called the Lock and Key Party. Yes. So uh, everyone that arrived... Uh, got a chain that you wear around your neck right. and all the girls received uh, locks, little tiny locks. And then all the boys received a chain with the key. Yes. And uh, so the point is during the evening you go around and everybody tries to match up the lock and the key. Right. And so for every lock and key that you get matched, mm-hmm. you get the guy's uh, share, portion of it. His key. Yeah. His, his key. Yes. And so at the end of the night, whoever has the most keys. Yes. So yeah wins something like that i think that's right i can look it up yeah well, but but the but the point fun. is it everybody went around speaking to everyone i mm-hmm. mean you talk to everybody because you got to get the keys and the locks together right and you're in close proximity because you know you're wearing this thing around your neck and you've got to yes. get it you know close up so you want to introduce yourself in advance and all that stuff so it's a good way to meet people i mean a lot of people um as it but as it turned out my key opened the same girl's lock three times in a row. <laughs> do you remember that? I re- what I do remember is uh, your the first girl's lock that you opened was a very very good friend of right. ours. <laughs> and then I then I then I, we, went, we went back and got uh, locks and keys, and I opened up her lock two that more was, times in a row. Yeah, it was very strange. That was weird. Yeah. Anyway, so. So yeah, there's some. There are fun icebreakers, and who is it? It's swinging around that has the podcast yeah, swinging, on swinging icebreakers. around out of Michigan, uh, JB and Cal. They're icebreaker. That's awesome. Are they party icebreakers? Yes, for parties. Okay. Yeah, for parties. Were there any on there that you would like to try? We have uh, October Foost coming up. Yeah, but October Foost. There's lots of good icebreakers at October Foost. There's, you know, I don't know. Beer. <laughs> Beer. Um, I'll have to listen to the podcast again to see if there's any that kind of apply to us. I think they're for smaller groups. Okay. You know, um, I think they would be, well, the thing is most of our parties is that we know everybody, but if you're getting a group together where people don't know each other, yes, then that, an icebreaker would be good. Well, maybe, well, yeah. Yeah. 
I'm not, I don't, I think that they're more like, I think they're for smaller groups and to get, go from like clothed to naked yeah, kind of things like strip poker type of thing. Yeah. You know, I, uh, I think I would find it for small, they're, they're for small groups. I could never imagine you participating in an icebreaker. It's just not I would deal. totally do it if I went to a party. Really? And yeah, I would totally do it. Okay. Why? It's just that. It's just that. <laughs> that's just not your steez in the least. Okay, so <laughs> in okay, so I'm not going to dwell on that anymore. Okay. But I, but you know, like you go to meetings all the time, and you're like, okay, you got to stand up and say your name yeah, and what yeah. you do, and blah blah blah. Yeah, so. well, we'll give it a shot. Okay. It's worth a shot. Yeah. Because who knows? We, we, we might be like the well, icebreaker, icebreaker people, you know, going forward. I mean, it may, oh, be, it may well, be awesome. Okay. We'll try it. We'll try it. We'll try it at 03. Oh, you think so? Yeah. Okay. I think that'd be fun. All right. But if you close your eyes, does it almost feel like we're going to have to do some research. Yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, um, oh, what is coming up is a trip to, we're going to Pensacola, Florida. Yep. For my dad's 70th birthday. We are. And we're going to road trip it. We're driving from San Antonio to Pensacola with one stop. Yes. We'll be on I-10. Yes. And stopping in Nolens. Nolens, yeah. No, it's Nolens. Nolens. Stopping yeah. in Nolens for for a Friday evening. My sister's trying to get us to come early. I'm like, no, we're not going to be there till Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> so stop it. Yeah. So stop it. We're going to be in Nolens on Friday the eighth. We were thinking about right, August eighth. August eighth. Or is it August ninth? August ninth. It's August ninth. Yeah. Friday, August ninth. Um, and we we're thinking about going to Club Colette. Colette, yeah. So let us know if you've heard anything about the club. I bet it's fun. I've heard good things so far. Good. Yeah. That's okay. A, yeah, we'll be staying at the French Quarter. Very good. Yep. So road trip coming up at the beginning of August. Yes. And uh, let's see. Oh, you had a show note about your equipment talk. Oh, yeah. Just that. Um, uh, just um, Twitter messaging back and forth with. The uh, gen- the gentleman from the Hidden Swing, the lifestyle podcast out of Oklahoma, and uh, just we just had some discussions going back and forth regarding my equipment setup and all the different things that I went through to get it where it is and how much it costs and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, anyway, it it's was, not very pricey though. No, no. What we eventually ended up with is not pricey, but there are a couple of things that we've kind of worked through that you know, that I'm not using anymore. Yeah, they weren't very expensive either, but mm-hmm. I think that can you sell them on eBay? I, you know what? I can. Let's do that. Let's do that. Remember that one time we cleared out all yes. of your office with yes. all that stuff we sold on eBay. Yes. That was awesome. Yeah. Maybe I'll do that. Cause there want, there's a different, I have a couple things that I need to get rid of on, on eBay. I want to buy a different recorder. So even though this is a really good recorder. Yeah. This equipment's working great. And, and, uh, we get lots of compliments on your sound. Yes. Oh. Yes, we do. <laughs> um, and the other thing that I had, so a shout out to the Hidden Swing. Their their podcasts are cool too, and uh, uh, lots of new podcasts. And lots we've given new. lots of shout outs and tried to let everybody know that everybody knew that's coming online. And yeah, we 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 try to. And uh, if there's any, you know, well, you know, obviously anybody out there with a podcast, a lifestyle podcast, I think we've been in touch with most of you. If you need any uh, help, advice, or whatever, um, you know. I, I know I know that it's it's hard to learn a lot of these lessons on your own. So if there's anything that you would like help with, 
feel free to hit I mean, us up. Technologically speaking. Technologically speaking. or Also, if we can put a link to your yeah, uh, podcast uh, on, yeah. our, on our blog, that might be helpful if we can have an ongoing... Link exchange. Yeah. Maybe we'll do that. That sounds good. Um, last but not least, um, a listener volunteer to put up or actually purchase the domain and put up blackringrighthand.com. So blackringrighthand.com is now the is now a website that is dedicated to the promotion of the idea of wearing a black ring on your right hand as a symbol to symbolize uh, that you're a swinger. And it's there. It's kind of on its way to being a little bit more than it is. It's just uh, it's a, it's a work in progress, but black ring right hand. Um, I, I'm not exactly sure what all we're going to do with it, but it'll probably be a clearinghouse for information regarding the ring, like where you can get them, for example, and maybe we'll post pictures of black ring sightings or something like that. We're not, we're not exactly sure yet what we're going to do with it, but anyway, it's, there. I saw Anthony Bourdain had one. Did he? Yes. There you go. I know, and he's cool. Uh, and we also, the Black Ring also got, and I don't know the details of this, but I'll be sure to get them for the next pod, for the next podcast. But we got a, the Black Ring got a shout out on Playboy TV's Swing. Nice. So if there's anybody out there who listens to Playboy TV, uh, I guess I could find who watches out. Watches it, right? Watch, yeah, yeah, watches it and give us some more accurate information on how that occurred. We used to watch it, but we don't anymore. We don't have Playboy. We don't TV. have Playboy anymore. Yeah, well, that's the way it goes. We're cheese whizzes. <laughs> we have like Netflix, Hulu, Hulu Amazon, <laughs> and then all those other freaking stations yes. that don't show anything. What's up with the sci fi? All they have is like they don't trailers. Even, I know. You can't even watch Sharknado on it. I wanted to watch Sharknado, and it doesn't, like, they won't even show it. Who wants to watch 30,000 freaking two-minute videos? I, like, here's, I exactly. don't. <laughs> here's a trailer for a movie you don't want to see. Yeah. <laughs> so that's it. That's all we got. Is yes. there anything else that you wanted to say? Um, is there anything no. else coming up that we need to hit on? I think that we've no. got it all. I'm uh, really sad that my birthday month is over. Yeah, well, so I was going to mention that. <laughs> uh, Octo- October Foost is on its way. October Foost. We got we to gotta get through. No, we're not even going to worry about October Foost yet because we have August. Yes. My birthday. And then your birthday. Yep. So all of September is dedicated to your birthday. <laughs> and then October Foost, which will be the first weekend in October. Yep. Yeah, so, first weekend in October. Do you guys have any ideas of any what you think Mr. Foo might like for his birthday? Uh, Message me or send me a message at fugirl at gmail.com. That's F-U-G-R-R-L at gmail.com. Yes. Because you know him better than I do. You might have some ideas that I would uh, never think of. Also, uh, we've been getting some voicemails. We really appreciate it. Uh, 609-3-SWAP-FOO is our voicemail. And those come... You can also send text messages if you want to send a text message to 609-3-SWAP-FOO. You might want to just say, hey. You just want to say, hey. I'll, those come right to my phone and I'll, I'll reply. Um, I guarantee and it. Just send them to him like early in the morning <laughs> or like before after lunchtime and brighten his day. Yeah, thank you so much. <laughs> um, so yeah, send, me, send us a text message. I'll, we'll, we'll hit you back. Also, you can always email us at um, swapfoo at gmail.com. Again, foogirl is F-U-G-R-R-L at, swap, at uh, gmail.com. Um, comment on our blog, you know, swapfoo.com. 
www.blogspot.com. Feel free to comment on this episode. Let us know what you thought of it, if you liked it, whatever. Um, leave us a review on iTunes. Yes, please. If you haven't already left us a review on iTunes, please do so. Um, you know, my one regret on the uh, reviews on iTunes is what? that we can't respond. Oh. Because whenever somebody leaves a uh, a review, I always want to go on and say, thank you so much. Yes. That's so cool and so sweet. I mean, people say the nicest things. Right. But there is, a, you know, I can't comment or that. respond or whatever. So, but to all the people that have left reviews, thank you. It's very, very kind. And it's very, very sweet of you. And thank you for taking your time to do that. So we would we would love to respond to your reviews. I know that um, Average Swingers actually reads their reviews on, on their podcast. We would be glad to do that as well. Just let us That's know. That's sweet. Yeah, just let us know if you would like us to read your review. And we will. And what you want us to call you Aww. in the review. So. Not the, An not anonymous the, said. Anonymous said. <laughs> no, I don't think you most suck. of them are anonymous. No. But it is very. I mean, the reviews are just sweet. Yes, you know, and they're nice. They're nice to get. So they, thank you. They are. They are. Yeah, they make us. They make us feel good. We we podcast because we love it. The reviews are just uh, icing on the on the cake. Yes, and, and we the, love and cake. I don't know. They say that um, the more reviews you have, the easier it, that it is for other people that f- to find your podcast. Yes. So I don't know if that's true. Me I don't either. know how the internet works. I no. think it's a conspiracy. I think so too. I think it's, <laughs> I think it's run by the Reds, babe. <laughs> so um, that's it. I know it's been fun. It's been a really good podcast, and we will see you in August and let you know if we don't burst in the flames between <laughs> between now and the next podcast time. So thank you for listening. We love you, and have a great night. Hugs and kisses from the food. Change our